The Radio Memories Network is brought to you in part by Liberated Syndication. Podcast publishing made easy. Libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. The Radio Memories Network welcomes you to the world of modern radio theater, an old medium revived for a new era through the Radio Memories Network. It's now time for Radio Drama, where we perform on the stage of your mind. The curtains are your eyelashes, your hat our fly space. Different parts of your brain are the costume, set designer, and makeup artist. And your eyes are in your ear. Audio plays have been broadcast since radio began. Minus, 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 minus. Join us as we continue the tradition on the Texas Radio Theater. It means murder, Watson. Onward to adventure! Away! Because it's not only the theater, but it's the theater of the mind. The mind! And that's what I'm writing Jump, for. Jump, Rod. Ready, Ready for impact in three, two, one. <clears throat> Tying on the rope now. It's the realm of your imagination where anything can happen and usually does. It is an original fragrance that scintillates the senses. A mask so powerful only a real man can wear it. It's gasoline, a new high-octane fragrance from Texaco. Hi, I'm Rob Gas Scent Soap with the latest Texaco product, gasoline. Not only is it a combustible fuel product, but now it's a new smell that really gets the ladies' attention. Hey, baby, are you alone? Actually, I'm uh, waiting for a friend. I see. But, say, what is that aftershave you're wearing? Oh, (laughs) it's gasoline. The new high-octane fragrance from Texaco. Why, it certainly is manly. Yes, thank you. Mmm, yes. Mind if I smoke? Uh, Wait, I I wouldn't like that match if I were... Yes, that's gasoline, the new tough and manly fragrance from Texaco. Available in regular, unleaded, and fire chief for that clean, burning feeling. I.O. Silver. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your announcer, Drew Wallace, and we are the Texas Radio Theater Company. Today, the TRTC, in cooperation with the Arlington Museum of Art, proudly present Cliff Proton and the Creature from Quadrant 5. Written and directed by Richard Froelich and produced by the Texas Radio Theater Company. The show includes the voice talents of Brandy Andrade, Raymond Banda, Bill Flynn, Carol Ann Gordon, A.J. Glendinick, Gary Layton, Ken Rainey, and Drew Wallace, with live sound effects by Libby Milliron and Janet White. Recorded sounds and engineering by Richard Froelich and Larry Groby. Act one of Cliff Proton in just a moment, but first, this very important word from Cliff. Hi, folks. I'm Cliff Proton Space 
stranger. You know, saving the galaxy is hard work. And it's thirsty work. So when I need refreshment, a cool and sparkling refreshment, I look for a vending machine that's shaped like a robot and purchase a strong metal can of Robotine Robot Cola, the soft drink of the future. Made automatically, efficiently, and inhumanly by robots. For you and for... Cliff Proton Space Ranger! Robotine Robot Cola is the official soft drink of Cliff Proton. Gravity. On. Atmosphere. Pressurized. Main power. 100%. Prime main thruster. Priming. All right, Space Rangers, prepare for hyperspace. Ready. In three, two, one. It's time for Cliff Proton Space Ranger. Prepare yourself as you are catapulted far into the future, where everyone lives, flies, and eats out of tubes, where traveling to Jupiter or Mars is as easy as catching a bus, and where a powerful space ranger named Cliff continually challenges the futuristic forces of evil and their assault on good and decent life forms everywhere. Today's episode, The Creature from Quadrant 5. We join Cliff Proton while he and his robot are cleaning out the attic. It's a bit dusty up here, robot. Let's get busy. Cliff, let's do something that requires danger. Listen, there's danger in attics. For example, incredibly high temperatures... Sticky, ooey, gooey things. And poisonous spiders. Well, what about this? It could be dangerous. And how about this? Quit throwing things around and act like a... a space ranger. Uh Uh-huh. I said cut that out. Can't I just throw one more thing? No. Please, just this? Hold on a second. Be careful with that thing. Why? Is it some kind of weapon? No. It looks like an old radio. A radio? Radio. Rodeo? Never mind. So what does it do? It's an old communication device that people used to listen to. A communication device without pictures? How would you know who you're talking to? You wouldn't talk into it. It was only one way. That's just the receiver. You're kidding. Not at all. Why people used to tune in and listen to all sorts of things, from news and information to music and entertainment. Boring. Boring? I heard it was better than total immersion holographic seismic olfactory theater tubes. That's impossible. Those things let you smell the actor's body odor on close-ups. Honestly, Cliff, a single-sense entertainment device couldn't possibly hold my attention. Well, robot, maybe that's because you don't have an imagination tube. Oh, yeah. Imagine that. Because I can't. (laughs) Yeah. 
So what happens if I turn it on? Not much. Ever since the Supreme Earth Union mandated the exclusive use of holograms, nobody broadcasts on radio anymore. Well, how did it work? You turn that left-hand knob. Uh, a knob. How quaint. Like this? Um, yeah. Ooh, it sounds just like modern music. Hey, wait! Robot! Did you hear that? What? I thought I heard a voice. Move that other knob a little. All right. A lot of people hurt. Hiding underground. We can't hold out much longer. Very little time. Like a giant space octopus. All weapons useless against it. Anyone's listening, please help. Incredible! Absolutely incredible! Yeah, whatever. I'm going downstairs and watch a hologram. Robots! What? Didn't you hear that message? Yeah, so? So we have to do something. That message was real. Real? But you said that nobody was broadcasting anymore. I was wrong. We've got to find out where that radio transmission came from. And I think Dr. Heterdyne is just the man who can do it. Insto Transporto tubes. Do they jumble your circuits? No, it's those long distance fees. They're unreal. Why can't we just take the rocket sled? Well, the Insto Transporto tubes are a marvel of technology, where in less than a second we're zapped 50 miles to just outside Dr. Heterdyne's laboratory. Secondly, someone forgot to put fuel in the rocket sled. Oops, sorry. I wouldn't worry about it. I used your transporto card. Come on, let's go see the old doctor. Do we have to? Robot, can't we visit Dr. Heterdyne once without you griping? He creeps me out, Cliff. Listen, the doctor designed you. He's practically your father. Does your father offer to tune you up every time he sees you? Um, no. Well, he better not check my oil. I don't think so. The last time he tried that, you gave him a bloody nose. Well, if it happens again, I'll aim lower. No. You'll behave yourself and show the doctor some respect. Oh, all right. But the sooner we get home, the better. Home nothing. We're going to find out where that radio transmission came from. And I was going to invite him to come along. Oh, man. Say, did you bring the radio with you? I thought you had it. No. Oh, I suppose you want me to go all the way back and get it. Well, could you? Fine. No. Wait a second. What? Don't forget your transporter card. Gee, thanks. Here's your darn radio. Sheesh. Oh, Cliff. What a surprise. It's so good to see you. And oh, you brought Robot. His oil is okay, right? Yeah, it's fine. Good, good. Now, come in, come in. I want to show you what I've been working on. There are these things over here. There's a bathroom. Maraschino cherries had such healing properties. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and here is, I promise, the last thing that I'm going to show you. It doesn't look like the exit. Shh, robot. It's another of the doctor's great inventions. It's a metal box with lights and dials. Big deal. What is it, Doc? It's a discomography. Uh-huh. 
What's it do? Oh, more things than you can imagine. It's quite an amazing piece of technology. It, one of a kind. It does lots and lots of um, things. Really? Like what? I haven't the foggiest. But you'll think of something. <laughs> that you can be sure of. Can we go now? He's just playing. He really loves visiting with you. Oh, I know. Robots will be robots. Speaking of it... Oh, no, not another one. Yeah, I've made this, um, Mark XXI. Hello, I am Primary Robot Assistant Unit Mark XXI. Hello yourself. Doc, can I have a word with you? Sure, Cliff. Every time we come over here, you've got a new robot. Don't you think it could, well... Hurt robot's feelings? Oh, don't be silly. He doesn't have an emotion tube. Yes, he does. Well, he's missing something. Imagination. Oh, yeah. Hey, robot! Stop hitting Mark XXI with that hammer. Oh, uh, whoops. Um, his head was crooked. Oh, thank you for adjusting it. No problem. I think yours is crooked, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You want to take this outside? Please, please, stop it, both of you. Sorry, Sorry Dr. Dr. Heterodyne. Now, Mark XXI, you go into Lab 3 and check on the experiment that I am running. Yes, Doctor. Robot, you should know better. But he started it. It doesn't matter who started it. But Cliff... Shape up, mister, or I'll leave you home and save the galaxy by myself. Sorry. Save the galaxy? What is it now, Cliff? Well, Doc... We were fiddling with an old radio and... A radio? Yes. And we heard something extraordinary. I don't think I've heard of a radio being used for at least a hundred years. Well, it was in my attic. We turned it on and... We heard a voice. A cry for help. Doctor, we've got to find out where that transmission came from. Of course. Uh, let's see your radio. Robot, show the doctor our radio. Here, Doc. It's in the bag. Thank you. Hmm, I see. Yeah, um... What is it? Where is the radio tuned to the same frequency where you heard the voice? I think so. Good. But I'll need another radio, though. Uh, robot? Yes, Doctor? You see those display cases over on the far wall? Yes. Please run over there and carefully get the one that looks just like yours. Uh, yes, Doctor. All I was saying is Robot could feel jealous about all the new robots you build. I'm a scientist. I must keep improving the design. Whoopsie! Robot, that wasn't nice. Just bing the radio over here. Sure, you want me to get you anything else? Please, no. Thank you, Robot. Suit yourself. Here's the radio, Doctor. Thank you. Now, I just need to turn it to the same frequency as yours. <laughs> there. What are you going to do? Well, I am going to triangulate the broadcast point of origin by using the two radios. And, um... Hmm. Hmm, I, I don't know. Say, Doc, how about the discomographier? Sure. Why not? I saw that one coming. Robot. That's okay, Cliff. I've got a job for him. Robot, here... Take your radio, go back home, and turn it on. Cliff and I will stay here and attempt to find out where the distress call came from. Anything to get out of this dump. Oh, uh, have you got any transporto tube tokens? Uh, sure. Catch. Got it! 
Hey, he caught it in his mouth. Oh my gosh, I just gave birth to a baby robot. Say, that's no robot. It's a refreshing can of Robotine chocolate soda. Still cold. <laughs> I thought that I had removed all of those soda cans. Soda cans? Yeah, I used an old soda machine for your body. So what about the transporto token, hmm? Well, check your coin return. Coin return? Oh, that's what that's for. See ya. All right. Now I'll just turn on the discography. Wow. Look at all those blinking lights. That's a sign of quality. Uh-huh. Yeah, thousands and thousands of blinking lights. Say, Doc, what if one of those lights should, oh, I don't know, burn out? Heavens, Cliff, don't even think that. Finding a burnt-out board could take us days. I see. So, should I turn this radio on now? Oh, yeah, of course. All right, I'm going to throw the main switch. The input light is flashing. Good. Now I'll feed in the coordinates of your home and the coordinates of this laboratory. And it should tell us where the signal came from. Here comes the readout. So, where is it from? Just as I feared. Quadrant five. Quadrant five? Your wall. But I thought there were only four quadrants in the galaxy. Yes, there were. Until we discovered quadrant five. Come, there is much to tell you. Thanks for seeing us on such short notice, General Coverage. No problem, Cliff. Let me start by saying that Quadrant 5 has got to be the most dangerous place in the galaxy. A few years after it was discovered, Earth's space forces secretly set up a colony there. General, how come I didn't know anything about it? <clears throat> well, uh, because of the extreme danger in Quadrant 5. You must understand, we couldn't tell everybody. But, Doc, come on. I can keep a secret. Sure you can, Cliff. But we had to draw the line somewhere. You know, regulations. Actually, we were just about to announce the existence of Quadrant 5 to the world when we suddenly lost all contact with the colony. Once that happened, it was a security issue and our hands were tied. And that's also why we can't rescue them. But that seems silly. Well, yeah. <laughs> Listen. I can't sit around and pretend I didn't hear that cry for help. Facing danger head-on is what I'm best at. I'm sorry, boys, but we can't risk sending a mission into Quadrant 5. Not until we know exactly what we're up against. For the record, Earth's Space Command doesn't like to give up, but that's exactly what the President decided to do. Civilians. With all due respect, sir... We've got to change his mind. Do you have any proof? Just what I told you. My robot and I heard a transmission. We heard the radio broadcast. Doesn't that prove they're still alive? Did you record it? Well, no. 
But I'm willing to stake my reputation on it, General. And mine, too. The discomography clearly shows that there was a transmission. I see. So you want me to go against a directive that came from the Earth President himself because... Yes, General. Because we said so. <sighs> All right. That's good enough for me. But there's one condition. What's that? That I get to come along. Commander Sideband was in charge of that colony. He's an old friend from the Academy days. If there's going to be any rescue, I want to be a part of it. Fine by me, General. We should stop wasting time and pilot a star cruiser to Quadrant 5. Because if anyone can take care of that menace, it might as well be... Cliff Proton Space Ranger! <coughs> then let's fly. Are you coming, Doctor? Absolutely. Just give me time to get the quantum suit and robot Mark XXI. The quantum suit? Of course. Cliff, do you feel confident enough to use it? Sure, General. The doctor here has been putting me through all the paces. The invisibility mode, the defense mode, the power mode, and the flight mode. But you only have enough energy to use one mode at a time. Well, no matter how powerful that monster is, I doubt he'll be able to withstand the quantum suit. That's one of your best inventions, Doctor. You said it, General. Oh, you guys are making me blush. <laughs> All right, Doctor. Go get the suit. And the Mark XXI robot. Yes, and I'll get my things and my robot. Two robots? Why not? Well, I'm not bringing my robot. Besides, the Doctor went through all the trouble to make a brand new one. That's the one we ought to take along. Come on, General. He's always making new robots. My robot and I have been through everything together. He's even got a junior pilot's license. Don't worry, General. There's room for both. I don't mind. All right, then. Let's meet at the launch pad in one hour. Not Cruiser X-Ray Niner Delta, you're third in line for liftoff. Please stand by. All righty. Everybody ready? Yeah, Cliff. They're all belted in. Good. <sighs> I just love this ship. I love the look, the feel, the smell. Vanilla Breeze. You got her detailed. Thanks, robot. Two more times and we get a free one. Just think. In a matter of seconds, we'll be taking off. Soaring into the sky. Riding on a white-hot pillar of flame into space. Uh-huh. Going on another mission into the unknown. You, me, Dr. Heterodyne, General Coverage, and Robot Mark XXI. Mark XXI? Why does he have to go with us? It's bad enough the doctor is coming. We need the doctor, and he wanted to take his robots. Nobody cares how I feel. So, here we are again, ready to embark on another mission to save the galaxy from evil. To save the secret colony. You mean that colony in Quadrant 5? Uh, yeah. The one that we lost all contact with two months ago. Uh-huh. Hmm, that's what I thought. Ready for countdown. Uh, go ahead, Mission Control. 
20? You knew about it. 19, sure, didn't you? 18, no, it was supposed 17, to be a secret. Oops, 16, sorry. Yeah, 15, me too. 14, Come on, let's 13, go. But I forget that. 11, 10. Oh, never mind. Godspeed, Cliff Proton, and good luck on your mission to Quadrant 5. All right, everybody, wake up! Are we there yet? <sighs> oh, yeah. That must be part of seven down there. Yes, we came into orbit about five minutes ago. Good work, Cliff. Any signals from the secret colony? Not a peep, General. Mark XXI, please turn on the telescopic viewer so I can have a look at the surface. Aye, sir. Aye, sir. Scanner on, sir. Whoa, what a mess. Hey, the scanners just picked up a strange ship on the surface near one of the main buildings. Really? I didn't know any non-military ships made it out this far. That's odd. Yes, it is. The strange ship might have something to do with the creature. Cliff, check it out after we land. But be careful. Yes, sir. All right. I'm taking her down. Everyone, prepare for landing. Here we are on the surface of a completely new and fantastic world. The damage to the colony looks worse from down here. I've got the quantum suit just just in case we need it. Cliff, I'm going into the main building. You're in command. Right, General. All right, folks. While the General looks into the colony's situation, we should investigate that strange spaceship. Well, what about powering up the quantum suit? There'll be time for that later. We need to investigate that strange spaceship. I'm inclined to agree, Cliff. Come on, robots. So, Doc, what do you make of this ship? It looks like an Earth ship. My guess is it's some kind of a converted cargo freighter. It's an older model. Yes, my guess is about 25 years old or so. What are you doing? I'm knocking on the door. What does it look like? Hello? Yes? Hi, I'm Cliff Proton Space Ranger from the Earth Space Forces. <coughs> Cliff, I'm... Cliff. I'd like to ask you a few questions. Hey, someone got the message. I'll be right down. She'll be right down. You know, this ship's got some character. They don't build them like this anymore. Not bad for being 25 years old, huh? Actually, it's only 18 years old, gentlemen. It may look old, but it's got a rebuilt plasma engine and brand new hyperdrive pods. I'm impressed. Like I said before, I'm... Cliff Proton Space Ranger! And this is Dr. Heterodyne. Hello. Nice to meet you both. I'm Sarah Jones. I run a private shipping company. I flew in here with supplies after I found the colony's emergency beacon. What are you doing in Quadrant 5? This base is supposed to be a secret. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, well, 
You never get anywhere by coloring in the lines. Does everybody know about Quadrant 5 but me? No, Cliff. There's plenty of people who don't know about Quadrant 5. Oh, and the secret base. Anyhow, a few months ago, I found an old survey map of Quadrant 5, and I decided to check it out. Old survey Have you map? seen the creature? The creature, no. But the folks here say it looks like a huge red octopus. Sorry to interrupt, fellas, but things seem pretty quiet around here. Yeah, robot. I noticed that, too. Almost too quiet. Oh, Mark! I think I saw something over by that storage building! I will investigate. I have highly developed sensors. Yeah, I bet you do. Show off. Doctor, I will leave this quantum suit here and investigate that storage building. That's fine, Mark XXI. Go see if you can sense the monster. So, Sarah, I'm curious. This whole base is completely demolished, and yet your ship is perfectly intact. Oh, I arrived after the attack. Commander Sideband told me the creature strikes intermittently. In between the first few, the whole colony had time to move into the caverns deep under the main building over there. I'm the only one on the surface besides you. Did you send the radio message? Yes, I did. I just happened to have an old radio transmitter I salvaged off a wreck a while back. Why didn't you use a hologram? Well, Commander Sideband told me that the creature was giving off some sort of electromagnetic interference. It blocked all of the official communication bands. I told him about the old radio transmitter, and we gave it a try. And it was a good thing that Cliff was listening. Sure. Um, maybe I should invite you in. Hey, that sounds nice. Do, do you have any tea? Easy, Doc. We've got a job to do. Where did your other robot go? You mean Mark XXI? Uh, I don't know. Uh, he's over by that storage building, scanning a rock or something. Oh, yeah, I see him now. Oh, yeah. He's so cute. Well, I, you know, I, I just made him. Really? Eek, whatever. I got a bad feeling that creature could return at any moment. Just to be safe, I ought to get the quantum suit powered up. Where is it? Wherever that other stupid robot dropped it. Oh, no! What on earth was that? That was the creature. I sense the creature. It came from over there. It's closing in our position. It should be here in about 20 seconds. I said 20 seconds. seconds. Is it time to get to our ship and power it up? It'll be close. 10 seconds. 10. I said 10 seconds. I know. Oh, that looked painful. Ah! Monster's here. It crushed Mark. Run for it. We'll be back to Cliff Proton, Space Ranger, right after this short intermission. You're listening to the Texas Radio Theater, and that was part one of Cliff Proton and the Creature from Quadrant 5. It was recorded before a studio audience in Arlington, Texas, September 2002. The Texas Radio Theater Company performs and records live audio plays every month. Be sure to check Texas Radio Theater. Com on the internet for more information. That's all I can play for you this hour. Be sure to tune in next time to hear part two of Cliff Proton and the Creature from Quadrant 5 and other surprises. On behalf of our cast and crew, I'm Rich Froelich for the Texas Radio Theater Company. Thanks for listening. <laughs>